0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Director Billy Miosi's latest documentary film, It's Quieter in the Twilight, takes viewers On a thoroughly enjoyable look behind the scenes of a small but resourceful group of engineers and scientists as they work tirelessly to maintain and expand the mission of America's two oldest satellites, Voyager 1 and Voyager 2. As these two spacecraft approach a half a century of flight, they are pushing the notion of true discovery, traveling among the stars propelled only by dwindling sunlight. The film, again, is called It's Quieter in the Twilight, and we're joined today by director Billy Miosi. Billy, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you so much for having me. As I mentioned in the introduction, Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 have been in the air almost 50 years. Billy, where did you first learn about Voyager, and was there something about that story, about learning about them, that uh, prompted you to want to make a documentary film about them?
1: You know, I knew that... Um, it had gone by the, the outer planets, the big outer planets, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. And I knew that it had this golden record attached to both of the spacecraft, this sort of message in case it encountered some extraterrestrials. But I did not know that after it had passed the planets, that the the idea was, let's just see how far it can go. And that really piqued my interest because it's this, um, Really innate human curiosity. Like when you're a kid, you throw something on. Let me let me see how far I can throw it, yeah. and that's what Voyager is doing on this massive scale. It's let's see how far we can <laughs> take these spacecraft, and that that's really fascinating to me.
0: Well, let's go back. It is its mission, its prime directive, if you will. If we grew up in the in the age of Star Trek. The prime directive is to what? To just search for data. As right, isn't that kind correct. of correct?
1: correct yeah to to explore space beyond our solar system that's that's to explore the space beyond our solar system and those are the first two spacecraft to get there to get to interstellar space
0: so was that always the mission it was always to get beyond the solar system is that it was, it wasn't originally they originally
1: it was only supposed to be a 4 year mission they were to go by jupiter and saturn yeah. um voyager 1 did that and then after it passed Saturn, they just sent it off to keep going. And then Voyager 2, they sent on to Uranus and Neptune. But it, that was not the original plan. But they they had, you know, engineered it to do that in case they, you know, hoping they could do that. And that's that's what they did.
0: It's just incredible. It's incredible on so many levels. And that's really what comes across in the film is it was almost a why not kind of attitude. Right right right
1: and that's what's that's what's so beautiful about it you know this uh the spirit of adventure and exploration um which which i feel like we don't have as much today in terms of space exploration you know this was the mission of the 1980s you know you you had the moon in the 60s and but this this was the big one in the 1980s and after the 80s it, fa- it totally faded away from yeah. from from the headlines, and but it was still going, and it's still going.
0: It's still uh, that, yeah. I don't know if that's a spoiler alert or not, but yeah, the, absolutely. So the other thing about it is, I think we're in it. We're we're in the beginning phases of the commercialization of outer space. Yes. So that so that sense of adventure that you're describing is subjugated to the idea of how can we make money in space. Right. Right. right is that is that a fair way to put it
1: that's absolutely I mean this was when Voyager started this was pure science you know let's just you know let's see what's out there you know with uh it was all for the sake of, of Discovery there's not so much around today
0: no well let's not discount what it did find and Voyager 1 went by correct me Saturn right isn't it wasn't that the kind of the the big reveal or walk us through that part yeah of it.
1: Voy, Voyager 1 uh, and two, they both went by Jupiter and Saturn. They took the; those were the first images of those outer planets. You know, the the pictures that you see in your textbooks from middle school and, and high school that's all from Voyager. Yeah. Those pictures of Jupiter and Saturn and Uranus and Neptune. So Vo- Voyager one went by uh, Jupiter and Saturn, and then went on out into space to interstellar space.
0: Jupiter- what, what just just interrupt. But I'm sorry, but there was also the moons involved too, right? And it went by the moons correct yeah correct. okay Just so it
1: discovered it discovered yeah the moons and and discovered things like for jupiter these one of the moons that had all these volcanoes on it you know and before that we we thought earth was the only place that had volcanoes now you discover oh my gosh look at all these volcanoes out near on this moon uh of jupiter's um and and voyager 2 did jupiter saturn uranus and neptune um it gave us those images and the moons as well
0: yeah yeah, that in and of itself was, was phenomenal, and I had sort of forgotten about that because at some point it became about oh my god, the thing is still going. Yes. Now, correct me if I'm wrong about this, and I don't, is, are there records on on these particular? Spacecrafts that if aliens were to ever intercept it, they would be able to listen to Chuck Berry. Is, is, is this the correct?
1: This that, that's the golden record. It has songs from Chuck Berry and Bach <laughs> and Beethoven, and, and it has pictures and sounds of you know whales and people speaking different languages. It's a really beautiful project. You know, it's a very human project, and I love that. That's that's just such a wonderful thing.
0: There's so much to romanticize about it. You're, yes. you're absolutely right. It is the project of a an adventurer, uh, of a of an artist, really, of of the of the sort of humanity, the artistry of human beings, right? Yes. And hoping that whoever finds it, if they do, will appreciate that part of, of our of our nature as opposed to what may it may seem to an outsider looking in right is that yeah I... yeah
1: it's this celebration of us of this humanity and all the things we contain and all the things this earth contain not just humans but animals on this planet and it's it's really it is very romantic those spacecraft when they stop communicating with Earth they still are but eventually they will stop but those spacecraft will go on forever. Yeah. And ever and ever and ever, you know, it's, which is mind boggling.
0: It's, mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. It, it's truly mind boggling. It's not just that some space junk got loose, it's actually dedicated mission to to accomplish something of what yeah. we're describing. Yeah. One of the strengths of the film, as well as its quieter in the twilight, is that. You get, we get to know this crew of people who are just wonderful Mm -hmm. people. Uh, what was the process for you as a filmmaker to kind of win over their trust? Because I do know a little bit about engineers and I know how, how they are very guarded
1: people. It it was very difficult. They were very guarded and, you know, first approached them. It was, there was a lot of trepidation and, you know, like, I don't know, uh, you know, not used to, I remember the first day we showed up to film in their, in their offices. And we were getting all kinds of looks like, and I remember one of the engineers passing by, I was like, oh, I'm not used to this. You know, we had our cameras out and uh, a lot of them were, you know, kind of staying in their offices and you could tell they're trying to avoid us. I started to build a relationship with all of them and, and yeah. talking with them and just getting to know them. And, you know, it was a long process of getting them to open up and, and share their stories. Um, that was a, That was a big challenge in this film they i think they they did a wonderful job they did a wonderful, sharing their lives you, you know.
0: did a wonderful job of drawing them out and you know and this team that we get to meet over the course of the film is as great of a portrait of america as you could want
1: yes and i didn't know that going in you know i i remember we went to go meet with them uh for the first time no cameras i didn't know and they're like ah, oh, i you know i'm from colombia and i'm from south korea and um China and all these I'm from Mexico and it's this diverse group putting their heads together which is so important especially when you're dealing with something as complicated as piloting these spacecraft that are billions and billions and billions of miles away and I thought that was that was another just beautiful aspect uh, of their story.
0: They are they're wonderful and it's hard to understate just how important it is that not only do they cooperate but they work off each other's work they understand yeah. the nuances of the these spacecraft these two spacecraft who as you said are billions of miles away for for a reference a signal sent to let's say voyager 1 and by the time what's the sort of timeline and distance uh
1: i think at this point to to send a signal i think it takes 22 hours to get to voyager 1 and then 22 hours to come back so it it takes about two days for them to get an answer on whether whatever they sent whatever command worked or not yeah and that's the kind of time they're dealing with wow. um, so you know something could could potentially break on the spacecraft they won't know about it you know until hours later and then they have any fix they send is another couple of days couple of days right <laughs> so that it's just uh, crazy the, the kinds of things they're dealing with And this very old technology, 1970s technology, and yeah.
0: uh, yeah. I mean, there are toasters that probably have more um, technology on them than this. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with uh, Billy Yossi, and he is the director of the film It's Quieter in the Twilight. It's coming out here in Los Angeles. Be looking for it May 19th. Uh, You can always go to the filmschoolradio.com website to find out where it will be we'll list that as well as the website for the film which is called itsquieterfilm.com itsquieterfilm.com it's just such a well-rounded portrait of the project and and of the people involved in it and it also is the politics of uh, of, of a project that's been around now for coming up on 50 years mm-hmm. it's all the considerations and there is one which is explored in the film about a technology that they use to communicate and an, a satellite antenna in in australia which is a big part of the story which i'll leave for the for our viewers listeners to uh to see in the film but it it all plays into and you came along it feels like you came along at an opportune time to document so much of this did you feel like there was sort of a a synchronization of your being there to document what was going on in
1: this. Yeah, and that's another th- part of any documentary. Do you make discoveries along the way, and the story changes? And again, with the the, the antenna in Australia, didn't didn't know <laughs> that was happening until you know we were into filming, and they I, they would like say it offhand, mention it offhand, and be like, yeah. "What are you talking about? Like, oh, this is a big deal. Like this antenna issue they're dealing with." And so that sort of became part of the story. It wasn't originally the idea. Uh, I didn't know about it. And then th- there were a couple of things like that too, where they would, you know, they <laughs> they would subtly mention things and I'd be like, oh, that sounds interesting. You know, they, they're very, um, you know, they're engineers, so they're not <laughs> playing things up very much, no. even if there are cameras. So that that there was a lot of discovery and then just as the filming went along.
0: The absolutely right. there's a lot of discovery on the science side there's also a lot of dis- discovery if that may not be the quite the right word on the part of what is happening in these people's lives and mm-hmm. um Josh it just really adds so much to it deepens your appreciation for them as people and and for what and for the work they do hesitant to single any one of them out but I Susie Dodd who is kind of the manager the pro, what's her title Project manager. Project, project manager project mm-hmm. manager who uh is uh, just seems rock steady she's been yeah. around a while she's just a yeah. wonderful kind of it's, I the sense that she's a wonderful presence in the in this enterprise uh, Todd Barber Jefferson Hall Fernando Peralta Enrique Medina soon am I saying it soon soon yeah Sun, soon Mats, Matsu Matsumoto um Ed Stone Andrea Ingram, and is it Lu Yang? Do I have that right? Yes. Lu, yes. Lu Yang. I just want to get their names out there because they are the unsung heroes. These are the people that never look for the spotlight, and yeah. they're such an important part of, of our world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, Certainly don't seek the spotlight at all. If I left someone out that you want to mention, please do. But I, those were people that really provide the the context and the humanity in the film and uh just a I can't say this strongly enough it, this is one of those films you just it's just such a great story it's well told and it's about something that you may know just enough about it to know that you want to watch it I urge you to check it out because it's yeah it's it's just a lot of fun so Billy thank you thank you Thank Appreciate you so it. much. Yeah, you're very welcome. I also want to mention that uh, you, the another project, your first documentary project that we discussed before we started, it's about Walter Cronkite. What What's the name of that, the title of that?
1: Uh, Eye on the World, the Rise of Walter Cronkite and the CBS Evening News.
0: Two of these things that in the sort of the history of the cultural and, and media uh, history of our country, these are two things that, are a little bit below the radar now but at the time we were a big deal and and they bear knowing more about both of them so Billy thank you thank you so much for your work and uh all the best to you on it's quieter in the twilight moving forward LA May 19th be looking forward and beyond so to speak tie it all together and beyond so Billy Miossi director of it's quieter in the twilight thank you so very much thank you Mike I appreciate it